Welcome into another episode of Ranking the Quarterbacks, Week 15 edition. Just me, Steve, here again, alone. Uh, this time, justified. It's the holiday season. Everyone's got a lot of stuff going on. No better time to record this than 2 o'clock in the morning uh, when there's nothing else to do. So I'm taking one for the team again. This one had to be done solo. I think this one's pretty much done solo every year because this week before Christmas is just so busy. Um, but yeah, happy to do it. Happy to be here. Happy to be recording. We'll fly through it. We always do when I'm solo. We'll make it nice and quick. Maybe a little bit more analysis uh, than just literally blindly saying good or bad on some of these guys because I actually watched a lot of the games last week. But We'll still be sure to make it nice and quick for myself and anyone listening. Um, that being said, we can start it off nice and quick with our Thursday night football game last week, which was the San Francisco 49ers taking down the Seahawks in a divisional matchup. Brock Purdy, I have nothing else to say, but this guy is awesome. I don't know if it's he's a system, any, any quarterback playing for Kyle Shanahan is going to be cool, but man... He has, like, a little bit of an it factor. He's so much fun to watch play. He's so much more interesting than Jimmy G. And I just think they're a real threat to win the Super Bowl with this guy quarterback, which is nuts. Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. I can't say I predicted this. I don't think anyone in the NFL landscape could have predicted the fact that Brock Purdy could win an NFL Super Bowl this year. But he is for real. He was 17 of 26 for 217 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, no picks. Um... I'm saying I, it's like a good stat line, but I almost just want to say great because he's so awesome, and I'm going to do it. I'm going Brock Purdy, great, because he's so cool. That's that's where I'm landing. Uh, Geno Smith, on the other hand, was 31 of 44, 238 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. A solid game against a really, really good 49ers defense, um, but it just wasn't clicking on all cylinders for the offense in Seattle. It was a really big game for the Seahawks. It was a really weird line coming into the game. It really made you think the Seahawks had a chance, and it ended up being a one-score game, but in the end, uh, Gino wasn't able to do enough, even though he played solid. I'm going to give him average for this. Uh, moving on to our Saturday slate, which was definitely something. It was a very, very good Saturday slate of football. Um two great games and then one absolutely atrocious game but that's I don't know if I'm gonna want to say much about that game uh but the first one was the Colts losing to the Vikings in overtime 39-36 after winning 33-0 at halftime an absolutely incredible collapse Matt Ryan now part of two of the most historic collapses in the history of the NFL Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins, I mean, I don't know what you could say about this performance because he was so bad in this game, and yet he did lead this comeback. He's now has the greatest comeback in NFL history, but, God, he was awful. And there were some plays, like the Dalvin Cook play bailed him out. It was a screen pass that he took, like, uh, it was 64 yards to tie the game. But, he, I mean, he did do some good stuff, but also a pick six. Like, he had some awful stuff, so he's going to be interesting to rank. He was 34 of 54. For 460 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, I think out of principle, I just have to say he was good. Because this wasn't great, um, but just everything he was able to accomplish is makes it better than average. So I'm going to land it good for Kirk. Meanwhile, Matt Ryan was 19 of 33 for 182 yards, a touchdown and no picks. I'm just going to put this at 
terrible just because of the circumstances and the fact that he blew this game somehow. And them being up 33 nothing in the first place, it wasn't really thanks to him. There was a couple turnovers by the Vikings. They couldn't convert on fourth and ones, pick six. It's just Matt Ryan, this was brutal, and he got benched because of it. And normally when you get benched on this podcast, we like to, you know, shove you at terrible where you belong. Uh, the next thir- uh, Saturday night game, or Saturday afternoon game, I guess, uh, was the Browns beating the Ravens 13-3. And my God, I can't stress enough how sickening the Ravens' offense is. It's a combination of so many things. I say it every week on this podcast, we just don't have wide receivers. Devin Duvernay plays on IR right now, and he was our well, he wasn't our number one. Demarcus Robinson was our number one. Uh, but Devin Duvernay was probably one of our best weapons on offense, and he's now out for the year. We're resorting to picking up Sammy Watkins off the waiver wire. It's a complete shit show. Tyler Huntley just isn't that good. I mean, he's. I had high hopes for him. I really did. Uh, but it turns out he's just a serviceable, maybe okay backup who can win maybe one or two games if he has to, but he can't be relied on re- relied upon to throw the football. He just can't. Um, and when he did, it was awful today. He was 17 of 30, 138 yards, and a pick, no touchdowns. He was terrible in this game. This is one of the first times I'm ranking Huntley at terrible, but he deserves it here. Really bad loss. The team couldn't get anything going on offense. Uh, so, I don't know. Lamar just needs to come back. We can't have this is shaping up to be a lot like last year, and I'm getting nervous where the Ravens were like nine and three. Lamar gets hurt, and then we choke it, miss the playoffs, and it's just devastating. We have to beat the Falcons this week. We simply have to, or else I will not be happy at all. Uh, Watson was 18 of 28 for 161 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, this was not anything impressive at all. And the rule we're going with is Deshaun Watson is terrible until he has an actual good game and breaks out of the terrible slump, uh, just out of solidarity because he sucks as a person. So terrible for Watson again. Um, the Sunday night, uh, I keep saying Sunday because it's just, uh, it's just instinct. But um, I'm go- the Saturday night game was awesome. Uh, the snow game in Buffalo. It didn't start out with snow, but by the half by the second half and into the fourth quarter it got awesome very interesting conditions it's always awesome when there's a snow game in buffalo things get interesting but these two offenses were awesome buffalo was able to sneak out a 32 29 win uh, over miami they were down eight but josh allen was able to lead a comeback tie the game and then set up his team to uh, kick a game-winning field goal as time expired Another awesome performance by Josh Allen. These two teams are just so much fun to watch. It'd be a shame if the Dolphins didn't end up in the playoffs because the storylines surrounding Tua are so fun. I just love watching them play. They're so interesting. I love everything about them. Uh, Josh Allen was 25 of 40 for 304 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, uh, along with 77 rushing yards. That's great. And very well could be the go to the week. Meanwhile, Tua, 17 of 30, 234 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. I'll give this good. Another good game from Tua. A game they really almost won, uh, but just came up short. Uh, moving to Sunday's games. Uh, Atlanta and Desmond Ritter's first career start came up just short, 21-18 against New Orleans. Desmond Ritter was potentially winning a game-tying drive. He got them into field goal range with a pass to Drake London. Potentially could have went down and scored and won the game, but does. uh 
I mean, no, to no fault of Desmond Ritter, Drake London fumbled, the Saints recovered, and it was just, they couldn't rally back from that. They ended up getting the ball back, but it was too little too late. The Saints snuck away and somehow won this game, and are somehow, the, the NFC South just continues to boggle minds. Everybody, all four teams in that division are so, so bad, and continue to be in the race for a playoff spot. It's so funny. Uh, Desmond Ritter was 13 of 26 for 97 yards, no touchdowns and no picks, and 38 rushing yards. I mean, this is terrible. Um, he The eye test, he wasn't the worst I've ever seen. Uh, he made some good throws, made some good decisions, made some good plays, but this isn't going to cut it. Uh, the Saints defense isn't anything special. He's got to be better than that. I know it was his first career start, but it was off a bye. I had higher expectations for him. I really thought... He could go out and make some throws, but nothing ended up going his way. Um, but definitely on the plus side of terrible. I did see some things I like. Meanwhile, Andy Dalton was 11 of 17 for 151 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, this is very hard to rank. I don't really know what to say about a game like this. Very low yards, very low attempts. Taysom Hill had two throws for 80 yards and a touchdown, so uh, that's where a lot of the offense came from. But for Dalton, I'm just going to give it average. I don't know how else to rank that. Um, Philly beat Chicago 25-20 um, in the last game, potentially, of Jalen Hurts' season. He came out already with a shoulder injury in this game. He didn't look great, but in the end, um, we might not see him again until the playoffs. So things are going to be interesting, but Philly still dominated. Jalen Hurts was still awesome running the football. This offense fires on all cylinders. The defense can be good. They're really, really fun team to watch. Philly has been impressive all season. They continue to dominate. Uh, Chicago scored a garbage time touchdown to make this thing look a little bit closer than it was, but all around performance, per- impressive performance uh, by the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts was twenty-two of thirty-seven, three hundred and fifteen yards, no touchdowns, two picks but then 61 rushing yards and three touchdowns. So in total, about 375 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Weird game to rank, but I'm going to still give it good. Um, I don't know how else to do it. I kind of feel like he deserves good, even though he has two picks. Uh, that's a lot of yards, one a game, um, but the two picks will set it back from great to average. Or sorry, great to good for me. Justin Fields. 14 of 21, 152 yards, two touchdowns, no picks with 95 rushing yards. That's a good game also. Um, almost Again, even though it was a garbage time touchdown, it was a one-score loss to the best team in football right now. Um, just he, he had a run where he stepped out of bounds um, but would have scored a touchdown if he had not. It was awesome. He is just electric. He did, it's crazy because he didn't really run the ball like this in college. He threw the ball a lot better. He's had some struggles throwing it in the NFL, but – he never looked like he could run the ball like this in the NFL. And, I mean, he, he looks more electrifying than a Lamar Jackson at some points. So I'm not going to go fully there, but, I mean, I'm besides M- Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson, he's maybe the best rushing quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, Hurts, Hurts is something different. Hurts is, like, tough and big and runs fast. Same with Josh Allen. But Fields' agility and quickness, I've just, besides Vick and Lamar, it's, I've never seen anything like it. Um, next game was Detroit and the Jets. Detroit uh, sneaking out a 20-17 to win. Zach Wilson just ain't it. Um, we already watched the Thursday night football game for week 16, so I'll save some Zach Wilson slander for next week's QB rankings. I'll just leave it at he fucking sucks for now. Um, he was 18 of 35 for 317 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, just a very bad game, even though... 
Um, the stats actually aren't that bad, but I'm going bad anyway. Uh, Goff was 23 of 38 for 252 yards of touchdowns and no picks. Um, going average. A nice average win. Jets have a good defense, but he came through, got the team the win when it mattered, threw a deep touchdown to the tight end uh, to take the lead, and yeah, came through. Uh, the Lions in the playoff race. So awesome. Uh, I'm really rooting for them. Dan Campbell's awesome. It would be cool to somehow see the Lions sneak in with Goff and their weapons on offense and their even pretty impressive defense, even though you wouldn't think so. Um, Carolina beat, uh, sorry, lost to Schittsburg 24-16. Just another show of how the NFC South is terrible. I'm not going to really analyze this game because I didn't watch much. I don't care about either of these two teams. Trubisky, 17-22. of 22. 179 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, uh, but had a rushing touchdown. I'll give him average because he won. Uh, Sam Darnold, 14 of 23, 225 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. Um, losing to Pittsburgh gives this a bad ranking for me. Uh, Jacksonville-Dallas. This game was one of the best of the weekend. Uh, Jacksonville won in overtime on a pick six, 40 to 34. Dallas was up big at half, and... Jacksonville battled back to tie the game eventually and then came back to win it in overtime. This was awesome. Trevor Lawrence has been on fire, and so have the Jags lately. Um, I'll also save a little more of a rant for them uh, when we cover Week 16 because he was awesome on Thursday night again. The Jaguars look to be a real playoff threat and a team I would not want to face in the playoffs. He was 27 of 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns. He did have a pick, but I'm still giving this great because it was awesome and an awesome win. Uh, Dak was 23 of 30, 256 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Um, between bad and average here, the stats aren't the worst, but eye tests and just slumping and everything makes you want to say bad. So I'm going to go bad for Dak. Uh, God, there's no buys. There's so many games to cover. This sucks. Uh, the Chiefs won 30 to 24 in Houston. Houston continues to be spunky, but, I mean, this wasn't overly impressive by the Chiefs. I mean, getting taken to overtime by Houston is just not a good omen for their playoff future. I still believe in them. I still believe in Mahomes, but just not a good sign. Mahomes, 36 of 41, 336 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and a rushing touchdown, really helping his MVP case with a great game there. Davis Mills, 12 of 24, 121 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, giving him, oh, and a rushing touchdown. Uh, even though he doesn't have a lot of passing yards, I'm going to give it that good. Uh, the fact that he took the Chiefs to overtime was kind of cool. Um, that might be the last good game of Davis Mills' career, so we'll give him good. Uh, Denver took down Arizona 24-15 to in the backup bowl. Brett Rippon started for Denver, was 21-26 of 26 for 197 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. Uh, bad game, but still pulled out a victory. Uh, meanwhile, Trace McSorley went 7 of 15 for 95 yards, no touchdowns, two picks, terrible. Colt McCoy, 13 of 21, 78 yards, no touchdowns, a pick, also terrible. Both quarterbacks um, for Arizona were god-awful, and McCoy is he out heading into Week 16, so we're going to get Trace, Trace McSorley in Week 16, so looking for that. Throw in on a dime. Uh, all right, Vegas took down New England 30-24 to in what was one of the crazier endings to a football game I've maybe ever seen. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson with the game tied, took a handoff to the opposing 30-yard line as time expired, and I thought it would be smart to lateral it back to Jacoby Myers. Um, obviously, it wasn't anything bad to come of it. It was just like a little harmless uh 
lateral, but it turned into hell when Jacoby Myers then panicked, passed back like 30 yards to Mac Jones for some reason, intercepted by Chandler Jones, and ran it back as time expires for a 40-yard fumble recovery. Never seen anything like it. One of the craziest games or one of the craziest endings to a game I've ever seen, and that was after Keelan Cole had a questionable touchdown when he clearly stepped out of bounds, but the refs just allowed it even after review. They were like, yeah, somehow we see something that makes this look like a touchdown. I don't know. I don't have – I have so many questions, so many uh, referee questions this week, but I'll save my referee bitching for the Sunday night game. Um, yeah, uh, New England's playoff hopes are pretty much dead after that. Mac Jones is awful. He was 13 of 31 for 112 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. <laughs> Excuse me, just terrible, just, just terrible. Um, I'm giving Jacoby Myers terrible as well for what he did, even though he's not a quarterback, but that was a pass, so terrible for Jacoby Myers. Um, Vegas, Derek Carr, 20 of 38, 231 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. That's a good game and a win, even though he shouldn't have won it. Chargers beat Tennessee 17 to 14. Um, the Chargers were winning uh, 14-7 for a majority of the game, but Ryan Tannehill led a game-tying comeback with, like, 30 seconds left, tied the game uh, on a rushing touchdown, and then it was just too much time for Herbert. He marched down with, like, 30 seconds left and set up Dicker the kicker for a game-winning field goal. Uh, Herbert wasn't awesome in this game. He was 28 of 42 for 313 yards, no touchdowns, two picks, but came through when it mattered. There was also two rushing touchdowns, uh, so he doesn't get credit for those, but he had some decent drives. Uh, I'm going to give him average. Just bec- It was a bad game, but the game-winning drives, and uh, he made some good throws. I'm giving it an average game. I'm Herbert biased anyway. Uh, Tannehill, 15 of 22 for 165 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Um, but a rushing touchdown and led that game-tying drive. Um, also played hurt. He's now out for the year, and we're going to have Malik Willis time moving forward with the Titans' playoff hopes on the line. Um, I'll give this an average just because it was an awesome, valiant performance. Playing through that horrible injury should have led a game-tying drive. wasn't his fault the defense blows it. I'm usually biased against Tannehill, but I actually thought this was a pretty impressive game. The stats were bad, but I'm going to give him average. All right, three games left. The Buccaneers lost 23-34 to the Bengals after being up like 17-3, I think it was at halftime. The Bengals came out in the second half. Their second-half team made adjustments and then absolutely blew the doors off the shitty Buccaneers. That's There's no much else to say. The, the Bengals are just... They've, they're so off and on. I'm the lowest on the Bengals, I think, in the entire world. I just don't think much of them, but their offense is so explosive and they can do stuff like that um, and made the Bucks look silly and made Tom Brady look like an idiot and fumbled like 40 times. Uh, he was 30 of 44, 312 yards, three touchdowns, two picks, and I think like 18 fumbles. I'm giving that terrible. Joe Burrow, 27 of 39, 200 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick, and that awesome comeback will give him great. Uh, Sunday Night Football, the ref bowl, uh, the Giants won 20-12. to This is the crazy ending because the Commanders had a potential game-time touchdown uh, by Brian Robinson overturned when the refs called an illegal formation on Terry McLaurin, even though the ref told McLaurin he was in good position. So no one really understands what happened there. And then the next play was the worst pass, one of the worst pass interference calls that were missed that I've ever seen up there with uh, the uh, Saints in the uh, – NFC Championship against the Rams, um, even though, uh, I mean, even though the stakes weren't as high, that one was just as bad as this, honestly, this one was blatant, he was almost tackled, I've never seen anything like that, um, 
But Danny Dimes was 21 of 32, 160 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, uh, 35 rushing yards. This is a bad game that they somehow won. Saquon was awesome, though, and that last drive, it looked like vintage Saquon was back. Spin moves, like 15-yard run after 15-yard run. We'll see if we get that Saquon for the rest of the year. Uh, meanwhile, Heineke, 17 of 29 for 249 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. Uh, bad game also. Um, I don't know. This was a weird one. Actually, I'll give that average. That was kind of average. I'll leave it there. Uh, last game, uh, Green Bay beat the Rams on Monday night, 24 to 12. Uh, no one cares about this game. This game was meaningless. Um, Rodgers, 22 of 30, 229 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Uh, average game for Rodgers, not that impressive to beat this shitty Rams team. Baker, 12 of 21, 111 yards, a touchdown and a pick. That was terrible. He was awesome the week before leading that comeback, but this did not look like a good Baker game. Uh, so that'll do it for week 15. We just have our Woat and Goat to close it out. Uh, our Goat for me this week is pretty easy. I'm going Josh Allen and that awesome win against Miami. Four touchdowns, almost 400 total yards, no picks. Just an awesome game for Jaish there. Our woad of the week, it pains me to do this, uh, but I, I got to go Tyler Huntley. I mean, I just, that was one of the worst offensive displays I've ever seen as a Ravens fan in my time of being a Ravens fan. Um, it's a shame that he looked this bad. I've always hyped him up. I always believed he had some potential. But, yeah, that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. 17 of 30, 138 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. It's... That's more of the week stuff for Tyler Huntley, only scoring three points against a bad Cleveland Browns team. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for our quarterback rankings. We'll be back, hopefully, with some co-hosts in Week 16. I promise I'll make JP do it with me next week. Um, but, yeah, for now, uh, you can follow us on at Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We've got a decent amount going on in the Survivor Fantasy Football League. It's the last few podcasts of that of Season 2. We had our penultimate episode, our final tribal council, our vote reveal. All that's left is our championship matchup between John T. and JP. So stay tuned in the next week or two to see who ends up winning Season 2 of Fantasy Football Survivor. And on the Hoop Fiends, we just dropped a Christmas uh, Christmas slate preview. Uh, gotta listen to that. Lots of good analysis there from the fiends. So yeah, until next week in week 16 in the quarterback rankings, we will catch you guys next time.